0: there we go hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of getting to it uh today i have a very special guest uh by the name of alex Cuevas. if you want to give yourself a little introduction just so people know who you are
1: so y'all my name is alex Cuevas, uh 22 year old mexican little homeboy over in sacramento california come from long beach california uh community organizer rapper poet um a lot of other names that I can't say because I'm trying to make myself in a good image. Uh but yeah, you <laughs> feel me? We in this
0: thing Get into it. So uh uh where are your handles like for your music stuff, just so people know where to reach you and shit.
1: Uh so my Instagram is it's underscore Quavis, it's not spelled with the Q, it's spelled with the C. So it's gonna be ITS underscore C U E V A S. Uh, if you want to look me up on Spotify, Apple Music, title, literally any streaming service that you got, it's going to be C-U-E-V-A, dollar sign. Not what it is, because I make money.
0: That's what we <laughs> run it you know? Yeah, 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 you know? Hell yeah. And for those of you who don't know, I've been knowing this this fucking guy since uh, elementary school. What, what was it, like 2004 or something like that? Are uh, you telling God. me when I was like a kid, kid? It's, it's, it's a long time, though. Yeah, at
1: least like 15 years
0: plus. So, so everyone, uh, now you see why I wanted to use the Zoom setup because, uh, you know, he lives out in, Sa- in Sac and Sacramento. And so there's no other way for me to have him on here. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, I gotta take a trip down there sometime. We got, we're going to do the second episode. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. the
0: actual in person. oh yeah. And when I have a bigger space, hopefully I get one soon. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, so, mm-hmm. so, uh, Tell us, uh, how long have you been doing uh, music for, Alex? Like, just so people know, like, <laughs> what, what's your do, oh, what you man. do, like, what's the whole game, how long you've been in it and all that? Um, I mean, sure.
1: I I started, I didn't take music seriously until probably like seven or eight years ago, but I always knew I wanted to go do music. I started doing music when I was like, probably like 11, 12. I was in middle school. Um, I got, like, a little laptop, got Audacity, a Dollar Tree microphone right down the street on PCH, you know, just made a booth, booth little mixtape just to go put something out when I was in middle school, and then it wasn't until probably, like, my junior high school that I kind of really started taking everything a lot more serious on the forefront of Rewind to make music, learn the game. Um, I moved to Sacramento, like, 10 years ago, and ever since I moved up to Sacramento, I just ran through the poetry scene, ran through the music scene, and, just Stanley Klein.ing
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I still have your first mixtape from elementary school. <laughs> you know, <laughs> only
1: one who it, who does, bro? nobody else has it. I hit everybody LB. up, and I was like, "Who got the green LB still?" Ain't everybody like the what? I'm like, oh man, that's crazy. Y'all ain't real homies. I know the real homie over in LBC got my shit still.
0: That's honestly, dude. That's one of the most well-kept cds I, I have ever had to this day <laughs> i like everything else that i've had around the same time i'm pretty sure i don't have it because they either got scratched up or lost but this one somehow has maintained like no scratches nothing at all and i still have it even with the original case and it's insane <laughs>
1: That's wild, bro. God damn. You know that's why it's in the original case? Because you never played that motherfucker the first
0: time. <laughs> now, after the first time. After the first time? Yeah, you're right. But you're, you're probably right. But I'd rather like hold on to it because, you know, you might want it back if if you make it, like, once you make it big, you know, speaking to existence. But, that's a um, lot better. But yeah, dude. I mean, is there anything else you want to add to that? Or do you just want to sure. move
1: on? I mean, I don't... <laughs> it's crazy, bro. You know what I mean? Like seeing how far we came from doing, you know, a little booth ass little mixtape seven Long Beach to, you know, being where I'm at now, getting connections with like Kanye West, chance, uh, you know, like had a music scene getting, you know, tapped in with like all the local Sacramento artists and just being put on like that, you know,
0: it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a wild thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean I guess that's it for the intro, I guess. Um yeah. So, uh, what, what do you what do you want to talk about? There's one on my mind that a lot of people are freaking out about, and I don't know how to take it. Like I don't know what. Right. You, know, you probably are you might about have that
1: Travis Scott shit. Yeah. <laughs> Man, look, bro. Let me tell you like this: all these motherfuckers out here, was trying to bag on Travis Scott. What the fuck is this? What is Brett supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like just like coming from like an artist, if you were at the festival, that big. Where it's a sea of people, it's it's a gang of people in there, right? If one if eight people pass out, what the fuck are you supposed to do on stage? Especially as an artist, like you know, like there's there's certain scenarios where like I've seen other artists like Lincoln Park who have stopped the whole show and it was like, everybody back the fuck up, let homie get up, right? Mm-hmm. But that's like some Lincoln Park shit mm-hmm. where it's not as big as a fucking Travis Scott festival like that mm-hmm. out of nowhere. You know, and also at the same time, like fucking like home, there's uh, apparently there is some dude who's like lacing some motherfuckers with fence and all or some shit, yeah. like he had like a needle or some shit, he's like dragging them. Yeah. It's like at that point there's especially for uh, as an artist standpoint, there's not a lot mm-hmm. that you can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're kinda of just up there, you're rocking your mm-hmm. microphone, you're like, all right, everybody back, mm-hmm. like cause you know well, yeah. because
0: there's Yeah, definitely. Like when if it comes down to like someone was legit injecting people with shit what well, like what do you do like you as the artist like what do you do because you know it's kind of like you know very polar opposites right in my opinion mm-hmm. oh shit but it's like you hear those things that happen in like events right like the ariana grande concert remember when that crazy ass shit happened when there was like mm-hmm. a bombing or whatever it's like you can't co- like me personally i'm not too polarized on this subject just because it's like yeah there could have been a lot of things that could have been done but also like who knows right who who knows what could have been done better like whatever but it's kind of like how are you gonna blame if that needle thing was true is true how are you gonna be able to blame someone a hundred percent for that like when they didn't do it you know what i mean it, exactly. I, I don't know like it, it's crazy it's just it's just insane, <laughs> the whole thing like, that's going on with that. The,
1: the funniest part to me was like all the videos that were rolling around was all fucking like Travis Scott. Like he sees all these fucking people laying down, and he sees the paramedics and shit, but like he's not doing, she's not saying shit right. But there's but nobody knows this is actual video that's going around. The brother's like, hey, whoa, 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 brother's passed out over here. Hey, everybody, back the fuck up! Don't touch him. Just let the paramedics come and go mm-hmm. grab his ass. Like in, in the in in the media they ain't showing that shit because they're trying to... You know what I mean? That's what boosting fucking news is and shit. Like, ain't nobody wanting to show what the good side of the shit is. Oh, like, it's like, oh, man, Travis Scott is a piece of shit. He let fucking eight people die. Like, mm-hmm. Travis... Like, what is one fucking person going to do against thousands and thousands of people who's trampling over each other? Like, what? Is Travis supposed to pull out the strap and start busting shots into the air? Like, hey, everybody <laughs> back the fuck up. Like, nah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do that. So, mm-hmm. if they fucking... It, it's their decision to go, like, and again, rest in peace to the people who died. Because that's, mm-hmm. again, no one ever wants something like that to happen. But mm-hmm. when it comes to events like this, where the person who's throwing the event is known as, like, the rage monster. Like, this is on stage. If you mm-hmm. go to a Travis Scott show, you're expecting the rage. You're expecting the mosh pit. Like, you know, I've been in the mosh pit before. Like, dead center, when, like, XXX and Young came over to Sacramento, mm-hmm. I was in that mosh pit. Or X mm-hmm. jumped into the crowd. Mm-hmm. And he and literally, he's just like, I want y'all to fuck me up as humanely as possible. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> over Humanoid? here like, yeah, bro. Like, he went this, he dove into the stage and he's just like, I want y'all to just bummer. Like, I want you to fucking punch me. I want you to fucking, like, slit my fucking eye or some shit. Like, whatever the fuck you want to do, just God fuck me damn. up, and, um And I remember I'm in the crowd. And, like, in the moment, I'm just kind of like, I didn't come here for a fight, dog. I came here to go fucking, like listen to some music. But like, oh, but in the moment, like when you, especially in that kind of environment, you just like mm-hmm. fuck it, dog. I'm a bummer to everybody. So mm-hmm. when you have an artist like that, who's like, yeah, everybody mm-hmm. fuck each other up. You know, look to the left of you, punch that motherfucker in the face. Look to the right of you, kick that bitch in their cunt. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> what the fuck do you expect to happen? Fucking peace and no scratches, no shit. Like, yeah, it's is 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 a very outweighing possibility of do you want everybody to be safe or do you want everybody to go as hard as they can Mm -hmm. you know for the people who who pass away it's a tragic thing to happen but there's not a lot that you can do about
0: it Mm -hmm.
1: at the end of the day there's not a
0: lot you can do yeah and that shit was just wild dude like but that's the thing right things always happen at concerts like that that are super hyped you know it's like You see crazy shit. I mean, that shit would even happen with Michael Jackson, the Beatles. People would literally faint like a shit ton of people would faint. I'm pretty sure people actually had some health issues at the event because of how fucking hyped they were. But it's like shit happens. And it's like, especially in a big crowd environment, especially with fans that, uh, travis scott attracts obviously yeah it's gonna be fucking insane have you like mm-hmm. have you seen some of the clips where where the people like as soon as they opened up the doors to go in have you seen that yeah, video? and they broke the whole they're fence down, fucking yeah. insane dude they're tripping yeah. hella it's insane uh, I just... like, and, I, and i honestly i can't find like any explanation for that like what how do you get a fan base to be that fucking into you? That's insane to me.
1: Media, bro. It's 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 media and it's a shit ton of drugs. <laughs> shit ton of drugs. I'm not even kidding. Bro, because like oh man, my homegirl, she, she's going to a Playboy Cardi uh, concert this weekend and mm. she heard about the Travis Scott shit, and she's like, damn, like I kind of don't want to go because mm. I don't I don't want to get drugged up. But also at the same time, getting drugs uh, sounds kind of fun. I'm like, <laughs> can you run that back? Like, what do you what do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean, getting drugged sounds kind of fun? She was like, I mean, you know, like I ain't got to pay for it. And I'm like, bro, that's I've a mad red flag. Like, you know, like, bro, like, but that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's people like that. Who you're known for, I'm about to get as high or as out of my mind as possible to have this outer mm. body. Like, like a lot of people be treating these artists like it's an out-of-body experience. And like you're gonna feel so, so bad the, mm. the, the next day after. Like, cause I've done it before, like I've I've done that where I was out of my mind, out of my body, type shit. And I woke mm. up the next day and I was like, I don't even remember the concert like that. Mm. Two, why do I feel like my head's about to bust out of my skull? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that then that's what these fans want is they're not here to go just watch a concert. Like, cause most of them don't even really know like Travis Scott songs. Like, you know you what know, I mean? Most man. of them just like stargazing. Like, you know, like they just want it for the clout, because that's that's that little culture shock mm-hmm. of of being clout chasers and like hype chasers and shit. Like mm-hmm. me, like I come from, you know, LA rap, where like the most you do is drink the 40 smoke a blunt or something like that and just and like you'd be chilling out just rocking and some shit you know like that's that's where i come from now no mm-hmm. fucking i gotta have a supreme hoodie with supreme sweatpants with supreme underwear supreme like you know what i mean like it's these little fucking cloud chasers that post they don't even care about travis they go on instagram and they're like bro i'm here i'm at astral world
0: that's crazy like,
1: suck me off this is my fucking time to shine you know that's like, crazy it's that it's, crazy. Gotten,
0: it's gotten to the point where just even being at those events gets you clout, which is crazy to me. Because it's like, oh, shit, I went to a concert. It's like, you would think whatever about it. It's like, okay, congrats. Mm. You went to a fucking concert. Like, what do you want? <laughs> but you know I mean? like, bro, it's like, gotten to the point where... Of other
1: motherfuckers did the same shit.
0: But it's wild. Like, all these people are so like, oh, my God. And the same shit happened with... uh, Not like this crazy, because... No offense to Travis Travis Scott fans, but all of them are fucking insane. Um, <laughs> but this is also this whole hype thing also happened with like fucking Bad Bunny. All the people just yeah. want really wanted to go to the concert and were trying to get the most clout out of that as they can out of going there. Shit, he, he got them to buy honestly just good marketing. He got people to buy fucking Crocs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I right. well, take these motherfuckers off right now. I'm wearing. I'm saying shit, bro. I, I didn't do it because of Bad Bunny, but you feel me? It's, yeah, that, it's my homegirl who listens to Bad Bunny. Mm. She said that was the reason why she buy Crocs. So I guess, unfortunately, I'm, I'm in that way now. I don't wear these motherfuckers outside. i just wear them for work because they're nice. So you feel know I me? Mean? Mm. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Bad Bunny, let's go. I'm, I'm with that shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that shit's crazy, dude. And so how how'd your uh what's it called? How'd your open mic night go last night? I know Man, shit that shit was crazy,
1: that. dog. Oh, man. So especially like bro, so Sacramento has a shit ton of dope artists. Like there's so many dope artists in Sacramento. Mm. Um and just for this specific open mic, just like, you know, cuz there's a lot of open mics in the city. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, like I love a lot of them. Like there's like Luna's Cafe. Uh, Mahogany, Urban Poetry Club. Like, all these open mics are dope. But when I first got to Sacramento, when I first started, like, getting on the rise in the music shit,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: I went to this open mic called Penny Your Thoughts that was hosted by this dude named Dre T. Mm-hmm. Like, a big brother to me, right? I've never seen someone, like, coming from the outside in, like, you know, like, I'm not from Sacramento. I live in Sacramento and, and I love Sacramento, but I'm originally from Long Beach, right? Yeah. This dude, Dre T, has been in Sac his whole life. Mm-hmm. And he has this whole passion project of trying to try and go put artists on and giving a community space, not only for, you know, there's people who want to do music, but, you know, it's a space for black people, it's a space for Mexican people, it, you know, it's really a space for people of color. You know, we're not shying away from white folks coming in, but, you know, like predominantly, predominantly it's for people of color, right? Yeah. So when you bring spaces like that, you have all these dope artists, you know, like even like specifically last night, I've ne- I've seen all the homies pull through. Like, it was crazy. Like, I've seen my boy Patty, uh, my boy uh, Steno, who just came back from, from Japan. He's in the military right now. He was like, bro, I heard the open mics going on. I'm flying all the way from Japan back to Sacramento just to go rock at his open mic. Like, that shit to me Damn. speaks volumes. You know what I mean? Like, he only has two weeks to spend in Sacramento. And one of the places that he had to go to was his open mic. You said you from Japan? He came from Japan because he lives wild. In Japan, he lives in Japan right now because he's in the military and he and he be posted up over there.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: you know he's still doing like some Sacramento shit over there. Like he just got done releasing a couple videos in Kings Jersey. Like he he's putting on for the city over in these other countries.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you know, like just for the simple fact that people like that can come yeah. to this open mic with one singular focus. Let's get all the homies together. Let's get all these artists together. You know all these vendors together. Like it's not even just open mic artists like you know how most open mics are like not nah, like we have actual vendors like there's community-based food there's mm-hmm. community-based clothing community-based alcohol community-based tattoos this motherfucker had a tattoo artist in that bitch last night mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's and it's not <laughs> someone and it's you know what i mean no. like there's like Bre's doing tattoos and you know, people is performing like mm-hmm. But, like, that's the kind of love that that this city gives people, you know? Like, it's mm. it's so crazy for someone like Drake T to go not only put on for the city, but to be so accepting and so willing of bringing other people in mm-hmm. to go make it a real community. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, the real community is Sacramento, but it's, like, us as artists and, and everybody's trying to really push this, this movement forward. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Like, even, even, I don't know, do you know who Stephon Clark is? No. No, I don't. So, so Stephon Clark, uh, was one of my big homies who, I used to rock with him over at Soul Collective. He got murdered a couple of years ago by the cops. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was this whole big thing with the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Um, cause he, he got, he got unjust, uh, unjustly murdered in his own, in his own backyard, mm-hmm. you know, and it was crazy cause the whole city, you know, I'm even there too during the protests when we shut down to go to one center, you know, mm-hmm. people were shutting down the city. Um. But his brother Stevante Clark, he, he kind of pushed up after all that and rose up and he became one of the bigger influencers in Sacramento, not only on Black Lives Matter, but also on just the peace mm-hmm. shit too, you know. And the reason why I'm saying all this is because he made an appearance last night too. And and that's why I tell people all the time, like this music shit is different, this this poetry shit is different, this community shit is different. For for someone who's from all angles, of all aspects, of every every which way of life can come to one building
0: mm-hmm.
1: once a month. It speaks volumes to the work that we're doing. Yeah. You know?
0: I mean, that's the kind of shit that we need more in the world, I feel like. The world right now is just so fucking divided, it's, it's insane. Like, it's sad oh, to yeah. see. It's very sad to see because it's like, you know, we're all here on this thing, this fucking rock <laughs> called Earth. You would think that we would all just be fine and living in it, but always, there's always going to be that like, right now, there's more of a division, you know what I mean? Right now, it's more tense, yeah. but it's like I can't wait for the day that everything like simmers down again, like pre-2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like pre-2020 was chilling. Then 2020 came in, everything went downhill. <laughs>
1: everything, bro. Man, I was supposed to I was supposed to start getting ready to go on tour and this whole COVID shit happened. And I was like, damn, bro. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to be able to go nowhere. Mm-hmm. And they and it fucked up a lot of people, too. Like, because I knew a lot of homies, especially, like, music and, you know, just, like, even just people's daily lives. Like, it, that whole COVID shit, when it first happened, it mm-hmm. messed everybody up. And, mm-hmm. like, even even now, like, we're still not 100% there. And, like, we're still out making our moves and shit. But it's, it, it's crazy to think how far that we came from when it mm-hmm. first happened to yeah. where we're at now and how little we've actually moved forward, you know?
0: I feel like we're still stuck in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know I, mean? I feel like, like it's still last year just with everything that's going on. It's, it's fucking insane. And it's like, people are not ready to move on, which is sad to see, but it's like the majority of people are like ready to move forward because we've been stuck in this position for A year and a half, almost two years now, you know, with all the fucking shit that's going on, whether it's COVID or whether it's all the racial shit, it's like, dude, when when is when are we gonna move on from this? It's like, we we can't all just be living like this for the next five years. You know what I mean? It's like, hell no, people are ready to move on, and it's like we should. I tell, I told, I mean, when this
1: when this COVID shit first happened, I told all my little homies, I was like, man. This COVID shit is either gonna make you or break you, you mm-hmm. know. Because a lot, a lot of folks went on unemployment and didn't mm-hmm. stop working. And you know, some folks I understand. Like you got, you either got kids at your house, you got family at your house, you got, you got elders that live at your house, and you don't want to risk. You know, it's not about risking for yourself, but it's risking other people's health. I get mm-hmm. it. If you need to take the unemployment, you know, do what you need to do. But there's some cats out here who was like me, who I was like, nah, fuck that shit. With COVID's going on, I'm still working. Like, Mm -hmm. what? Like, what do you mean still working? Mm -hmm. For the first three months of COVID, I was working 52 hours a week.
0: Mm Because I I was like,
1: if these motherfuckers don't want hours, you can schedule me all eights. And I'll Mm -hmm. come in this bitch day in and day out. That was either you're going to get your money up, you're going to get your grind up, or not. Mm -hmm. You're going to fall back. And you're not going to have no position when these motherfuckers start coming back around. Because all the Mm -hmm. folks are sticking through this shit, sticking through the mud they the ones they're going to look after when they when the, when the shit comes down. Like, even now, 100%. you know, they shut unemployment off and shit. And now everybody's like, oh, I'm supposed to do unemployment to be on." Like, they're not giving the extra 300 woo-woo. Get a fucking job, homie. Like, what are you talking about? Like, unless you really have a reason why you really can't work, you can push the issue on trying to get your money from from the government or some shit. I ain't never been the one to ask for no handouts. Mm-hmm. And for all these motherfuckers out here, it's like, oh, man, I was getting free money. and I got to go work again. That says a lot about you. You know, like it's either you're going to be the lion, you're going to feed, or someone's going to feed out of you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, whether it be off of your pockets directly or off or off of the pockets that you could be getting, but, ain't, but you don't want to go get that shit. Mm-hmm. No, I 100%. Cho-
0: cho- like I'm on mm-hmm. the same boat. It's like the only reason I even stopped working when COVID happened was because we were forced to stay inside. Mm-hmm. That was the only time I wasn't working. But it's like, really made or broke people, because that's when you really got to see the people who really want to make it in life. And those people that are fine getting handouts, just like you said, it's like. The only reason I stopped working was because they forced us to stay in. That was the only reason. But as soon as the that fucking like emergency shut in ended, I started working at because I used to work at Banana Republic. Then whenever that place stopped giving work, I started working at Amazon up in Irvine. Mind you, that's like a 30-minute drive, 40-minute drive. And a lot of people here, like, there was still a lot of work. And work, there was work everywhere. It's just a matter of you taking the time and going to where the money is at. It's like, it, throughout all, all of history, people have done that. They go to where the money is at. Mm-hmm. It's just this whole thing about the the government handouts the this unemployment thing i'm just like dude i didn't accept a single penny from from unemployment the entire pandemic up till this point still nothing i don't plan Mm -hmm. to because that idea of getting handouts to me doesn't sit well with me to other people it might be easier to get that money and granted you really need that money go for it there's nothing wrong about it but those people who were able to work, who were able to do things throughout this entire time up to this point. What the fuck are you doing?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. The shit the sitting on your ass at home fucking jerking off the fucking point hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I, fucking, I get to pay my fucking bills because I don't have to do shit. Like, fuck mm-hmm. out of here, bro. Like, get, like it, it just it just shows me what kind of hustle people are Man, They ain't on no hustle. I don't, don't want to be around that shit. You know what 100%. I mean? Like, I've been... I've been broke my whole life, and I'm finally at this point where I'm financially stable to the point where I can say that I'm I'm decently comfortable, mm-hmm. and I don't ever plan on going back. I don't ever plan on going back to being broke. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like, I'm gonna keep on getting my money regardless of who the fuck says what. I'm I'm here. And anybody else want to be in the same position? Hey, brothers, the the crack rock bus right over there. You right. know what I mean? Go ahead, and be right where the crackheads is. Because yep. if you don't want to work and you want to get your money out, you may as well be a crackhead.
0: Mm-hmm. Hundred percent, and even it, and even if we are comfortable, you and I both know we're never really comfortable because we oh, yeah. we are we are fucking hungry individuals, and we know what we want to get in life. You know, and yeah, it's like, you already know. And it's crazy because <clears throat> a lot of people from like at our age, I feel like a lot of them don't have that same kind of hunger. Yeah, like let me give you an example. Me, um, you know, I'm currently at. at in university at Cal State Fullerton, right? And not necessarily only there but in college also I I saw this a lot where you can tell very much that the students going there don't necessarily have a plan after graduating. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they it, it's like a, a lot of people say like people use school as a crutch kind of which to me I agree with like a lot of people use that crutch and they just don't know what they're gonna do afterwards. Like, I don't know if I told you, but when I was talking to one of my instructors, uh, literally the first month of the semester, and he was telling me, cause uh, we we're gonna have like a, a lesson together. He tells me, oh, I noticed like you're a realtor and all that and you have a license and shit like that. You know, and congrats, you're already well off, better than most people that go to school, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. And then he continued to say that he always goes to Target. And there are many times where he gets recognized by workers there, which turn out to be his past students who have master's degrees, not bachelor's, master's degrees, like to work at a school, at a university. That's not no small feat. And it's like... They have such a high degree that can get them a job at any school. Obviously, it's a little competitive because, you know, that's how it is anywhere. But what I always say is like the degree, the title, the license, whatever the fuck you get doesn't mean shit. That even goes to talent. doesn't mean shit if you don't actually put it to work or you want to do something with it that makes you successful. And it's like, now, as we move forward, I feel like a lot of people are falling into this, um, not only not having plans, but I also notice a lot of people falling into this victim mentality. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'll never be able to get to here because of this or because of these people. You know what I mean? I don't know if you've ever, like, heard anyone talk like that or seen anyone say shit like that or, but oh, plenty don't. of times
1: man plenty of times you know just even my own homies who go to college Like, brother I, I did college for one semester and i dropped out because mm-hmm. i seen i seen the way that it was working you know like i paid for my whole first semester of mm-hmm. college out of my own pocket out mm-hmm. of all my own money you know because mm-hmm. i didn't like i said you like that's just the person i am i rather you no know, handouts and shit like that i'd rather work for my own shit I, I remember i did one semester and i was like that it ain't gonna work out the way i wanted it to because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, to me, college is just a piece of paper, a fancy fucking piece of paper that says, "Hey, bro, you did fucking four, six, eight years, however fucking long you in that bitch. You did this many years going to another school.
0: Nice. When
1: all of a sudden, I don't know where did you work during the whole time? Mm-hmm. Oh, nah, because I was so stressed out doing work. Okay, well, what kind of work experience do you got? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't got no fucking work experience. I have a master's degree. Mm-hmm. No, bro. Like, that's, you know what I mean? I'd rather go work for my shit. At that point then, you know, like, I like I get it. To some folks, it works. Like, you know, especially in, in certain fields of work and certain certain degrees of education that they get. It works for them. But, you know, more more than most of the time, the same shit that you're saying, you have a whole master's degree, doctor's degree, whatever the fuck you have you're going to end up at the bottom and you're going to have mm-hmm. to work your way up to the top anyways. Mm-hmm. So why do that when you could just work from the bottom mm-hmm. and make it to the top without all the extra steps?
0: Mm-hmm. And you know that's I mean? 100% like, true. If I if I would have known all the shit that I know now in high school, I would have went straight to trade, trade school. I wouldn't mm-hmm. go to university. Because university, the more and more that I'm in it, granted, the people are nice. The people are great you're not there for the people you're there for your money right that's really, really what it is you're there for your money as time goes on even the instruct, even the professors know this the schools are just progressively becoming more and more relevant and teach way less than what we can learn outside of the school you know what i mean the only reason you're taking classes at those schools is because they're required just to get a 200,000 300,000 Dollar piece of paper Mm -hmm. diploma (laughs) Mm -hmm. which which even bachelor's degrees like a lot of professors even say that that even that one is useless like they might argue that that is a useless degree to have also granted that's for that can go either way you know master's doctorate could all be useless if you don't have that worker's mindset you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's like yeah, dude, it, it's crazy. And like I said, if I would have known everything that I know today, I would have went straight into trade, straight, straight into a trade school to get money right off right off the bat. Because sadly, everything in the world runs off of money. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Like people say money can't buy you happiness. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> you know, it's like it doesn't necessarily be the only thing that brings you happiness that's when it's an issue but it helps you get your happiness in this world mm-hmm. at least you know in this life that's sadly the world runs off of money there's nothing we could do about that you know and yeah dude it, it's fucking crazy and like i've heard seen a lot of people like these newer gen- these younger generations right like, I saw this video on TikTok like months ago <clears throat> where this kid was like, oh, uh, fuck Jeff Bezos and fuck all these big-ass corporations and big-ass, like, businesses because because of them, I won't be able to afford a house or be able to get a house in my life. I'm like, bro, <laughs> how are you going to blame it on people? You, you could work for your money. It's like, Don't be mad at the fact that you have to work. I I feel like people are mostly pissed at the fact that they need to work, personally, because they don't want to struggle. They just don't want to struggle, and that's very narrow minded. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because like you, you and me come from working class family. Whatever you have to do, you know. Not afraid to get dirty have to work anywhere that you need to work at, right just as long as you're able to stay afloat shit like I see through, even to till today my dad is what almost fifty and he still works full time you know granted right now he's you know partnered up with my uncle and started their own company but still it's like even even having his own company. He still busts his ass off as he did before when he worked as an employee. And it's that thing where people just need to get that drive, that goal in mind to where they want to succeed and get these things, not say, oh, I won't be able to do this or get this just because of these people or this. That's a very ridiculous mindset. And it's very sad. It's a very toxic mindset because that just makes you unhappy. And ultimately, other people with that same mindset are going to be unhappy as well. <laughs> yeah, you no, know? and that that shit that's cr- that's crazy to even think about how. Over the years, it's like people are getting more and more bitchy and whiny. <laughs> you know, well,
1: there's there there's a saying by Steve Harvey that that kind of I, I heard this motherfucker say this not too long ago. Um, but it kind of like put a whole perspective on it. Cause you know, like there's days where I'm the same way where I'll just be like, man, like I don't want to go get to work. I don't want to, I don't want to have to go get up or anything like that. And he was basically like, just like, hear that sentence for a second, like, I got to go to work mm-hmm. or I got to get up. If you change one word in that sentence, the whole thing changes, right? And the one word is you change got to get. Now, I get to work, mm-hmm. I get to wake up. Like, there's folks out here who don't have that chance where, mm-hmm. you know, kid, kids is being murdered by the time they're, like, 14. You know, you look at the statistics, most, most Black and Chicano men die by the time they're 24, 25. If we go going based off of that statistic, I got about, like, two, three years left in my life, right? So, for the simple fact that if we ever get to that point, man, I just got to be grateful that I'm alive. I got to be grateful that, yeah. that I get to work get to bring in money, get to get to be able to provide for my family and you know, like all, all this other extra of just, if I don't do this, who else is? Who else is gonna be able to do this work? Who else mm-hmm. is like, you know what I mean? Like even the smallest little role that you got, like mm-hmm. you providing for other people, whether, whether you know what or not, you know what I mean? Like it's it's the way that you that you look at your situation. And it's the way that you put your own drive-out. Like, if you're not willing to do it, why even exist at all? You know, mm-hmm. why Why even try for this shit? You know, there's all these folks who have these millionaire ideas and, and millionaire goals, but they don't have no millionaire mindset. You know, mm-hmm. they, they they expect shit to come overnight. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not the way that the world works. You know, mm-hmm. unless you a lucky motherfucker, you hit the lottery, which is about a one in a how many million motherfucking people chance. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta go work for your shit. And if you don't like it, fucking, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, cause I, I come I come from a place where, you know, I don't care what you gotta do, sell your mama pussy, fucking sell drugs to kids, whatever you gotta do, make your money. Mm-hmm. And if you're not making it, you not clicked up with us. You not, you're not hanging around the homies You mm-hmm. not you're not gonna be anywhere near around us, cause we don't wanna hang with motherfuckers who don't wanna go be about that shit, get up and go mm-hmm. and go do something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just it is a very situational
0: thing. Yeah. No, no, hundred percent. And it's like you said, it's back to the Steve Harvey thing. It's like it's a lack of gratitude. I feel like a lot of people just don't have gratitude now. They take the fact that they wake up in the morning for granted. They take the fact that they still have a family around for granted. That they're in good health for granted. (laughs) <laughs> there's so many things that could easily change like that without warning and people just take it for granted and they're just always unhappy they're always bitchy they're always whiny. and that's just what happens and it's like that's very true it's like you you gotta like i feel like that mindset has really even affected in the way that i hang around people nowadays i tend to like be on my lonesome because i'm always working Or just working on, you know, my music shit, real estate shit, whatever. Anything, anything that I need to get done. But it's hard. I feel like it's gotten harder for me to hang around people who don't have a drive. Doesn't need to be at my level, but a drive to get somewhere, right? And it's very difficult hanging around those kinds of people, which nowadays it's hard to find those kinds of people like you're the exception (laughs) that's why we we still to this day still talk you know because we we're we're of the same mindset like we got to get our shit together we got to do what we got to do but that's just how it is now it's crazy like sadly there's not that many people who have those big goals in mind dreams in mind doesn't matter if you could realistically attain that dream but at least have the drive to get at least close to that dream you know what i mean and yeah dude it's it's crazy it's crazy how the world is right now everyone i feel like there needs to be a, a really big wake up wake up call i feel like covid should have been that wake up call <laughs> covid and nobody you know,
1: taking that shit
0: no, it's like you would have thought COVID would have been a wake-up call. We were all saying this. That was going to be a big wake-up call being grateful for yeah. the people that you have being grateful for your, for the simple things being grateful for being alive. Oh shit. <laughs> oh man. Uh Give us one second. Let, let me get him in here again. Hello everyone. <laughs> so uh Alex's phone died and won't be to continue the podcast for today, but he'll be a regular from now on, (laughs) you know, just because I feel like he's a good addition (laughs) to the to the show. Very easy to talk to him and all that. And yeah, I mean, in the beginning of the podcast, he gave his uh, handles, you know, go ahead and follow him there he releases music uh yeah he releases music <laughs> i was going to say often but i wouldn't say often but he 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 makes music he's an artist he's a rapper go check him out um i'll put a link in the description and then yeah in the de- description for youtube and apple music no apple podcast that's what i meant And yeah, I mean, just off of that, I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, Alex is a really good friend of mine, and it's very easy to talk to him, and as you can probably tell. Uh, So as far as what the plans are for now, it's not much. I mean... Soon enough, I'm going to be uploading my compositions so people can check them out either on SoundCloud or somewhere else. I'm not sure where. But uh, yeah, just uh, follow my pages. One, three of them. Ivan Parga Official, Ivan Parga Real Estate and the Getting to It Podcast Official page. That's the handle Getting to It Podcast on Instagram. I kind of stay away from Twitter just because uh, it's kind of a cesspool. I feel like it's it's a mess. Um, I just personally personally I don't like Twitter, but yeah. And um, I guess for today, yeah, that that's gonna be it, guys. Uh, sorry, got cut short, but you know, there there <laughs> didn't really have much much else to talk about. <laughs> so, uh, thank you guys for coming out today for another episode of getting to a podcast and uh like i said and like i showed on my instagram page there's going to be new episodes weekly uh to the show so you're you're not going to be having any more five month gaps like i just had um before the previous episode and they're not going to be released like this so close back to back together But yeah, that's going to be it for today, guys. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Yeah. Later, guys. Peace.